but the the Bible was written by people for people that had a supernatural perspective. Um, how important is having a supernatural perspective when you consider the things of God, and why isn't that more common? Well, you can't resist what you don't believe is there. Um, you know, if you have no awareness that you're being opposed and conspired against. Because if you look at Ephesians 6.12, and you read what it has to say here, uh, where it says, for we do not wrestle. We'd like to put the period there. Right, know, but, yeah, right. But that's not the truth. Uh, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Mm. If I embrace that scripture in its totality and all its meaning, I can no longer believe in accidental history. Right. I have to believe that they are conspiring against me. The Bible is full of it. David talks about it in the Psalms all the time, mm -hmm. that things are conspiring against him. And most people live and die never knowing that they were opposed right. the entire time, either to keep them. You know, I, I remember Tom McCaslin, you mm -hmm. knew Tom. Yeah. He would say this. He said, the number one role of the devil is to keep you from Jesus. But if he can't keep you from Jesus and you find Jesus, his number two role is to keep you from Jesus. <laughs> and that's the whole point. And that's exactly what right. the scripture states. Yeah is that he wants to blind us. The yeah. word blind there means to obfuscate and to have a murky or cloudy myopia. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like when you see a cataract in a dog's eye, you can kind of see how it's turning gray. Right. There's just a myopic, you know, something going on there. And basically it's not blindness in the sense that he covers our eyes. It's blindness due to distraction. Mm. So when we look at the sower sows the word, he talks about the cares of this life, the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things. So I'm looking at you right now. So his goal is not necessarily to blind me to you. It's to get me to turn and look at something else which gets you out of my peripheral vision. Yeah. So that's what he wants to do. He wants to 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 turn our head to where Jesus is no longer the image or the mirror that we're looking into, right. but what we desire and need, the lust mm, of our own heart. Yeah. And so that's what he does. And that's what he uses to build. That's where the the uh, mindsets come from, the strongholds come from. They come from desires that we have. Sure. Um, so, you know, the thing is, is the devil can't make you do anything as a believer. He has to trick you. You know, notice it yeah. does not yeah, say... Yeah. Uh, that you may stand against the power of the devil. It doesn't say right. that. It says scheme. So we yeah. know that his power is deception. Yeah. That that, right. that is. So it's a it's a mind game, and that that's really what um, I believe it's Second Corinthians two eleven says. We are not ignorant of Satan's devices. Right. The word devices, noemata in the Greek, means mind games. Yeah. And so the, these are all things that cloud. And keep Jesus Distort, from being yeah. clear in that beautiful 6K, you know, yeah. pristine, you know, digital format. We don't see it that way. We see a very uh, obfuscated, blurred, you know, right. 
a lot of white noise. Sure. And we're unable to be transformed from glory to glory because we have things that uh, the the salt has lost its savor. There's yeah. too many ingredients in there that are taken away from the, right. you know. So, yeah. I recently heard somebody say that, that the devil only has one ability, and that is to deceive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's only when we allow him. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we have to essentially permit him uh, that because mm-hmm. we believe whatever he's trying yes. to peddle. Um, you know, for, since the Enlightenment, I guess, uh, I've read that, uh, you know, with the Enlightenment came this era that really is still with us of um, skepticism and just questioning everything. And, and of course, we have talked about the founders of this country being deist and mm-hmm. and understanding there's a God, but not really thinking he's God in a personal way and certainly not a supernatural God. And so they rejected much of the supernatural aspects of the Bible. How has that sort of become their legacy in this country where now it seems not just here in America, but in the first world, let's say in general, people really don't embrace supernatural gospel? Well, they don't have any problem with the supernatural. That That is clear. Mm. We've still got the pagan roots that are all through our country and first right. world. So they're very religious. Mm. Uh, they're, you know, I believe that we come into this world, we don't learn to worship, we're born worshiping. So wow. we're, we're doing something, we're just channeling it in different areas. Yeah. So when you think about, um, I would never want to speak ill of men that put their life on the line to birth this nation. Sure. And, um, but however, you know, their viewpoint was not the gospel viewpoint that we're speaking from today, Mm -hmm. even though they did embrace, many of them embraced Jesus. Many of them Mm -hmm. were uh, good Christian men. Uh, However, the, the totality of the movement of the establishing of this great nation uh, was not just steeped in uh, Judeo-Christian ethic, but it was also uh, infused with um, secret societies from Europe and mm. places of that nature. So they don't ha- really have a problem with the supernatural, just they have a problem with the supernatural Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so there's n- there's not a problem with Shazam. Right. There's right. not a problem with Superman. There's not a problem with with uh, Spider-Man and any kind of sure. of hybrid yeah. out there. Uh, we, we spend million billions of billions dollars on this industry yeah. but yet we can't believe in a supernatural jesus in which we have documented evidence of a man that walked on water mm. but yet we would rather believe in fairy tales right nephilim type characters demigods but we won't believe that the god of the bible is able to do anything for our situation Obviously, that's by design uh, of darkness. I mean, the enemy is certainly uh, propagating much of that. But how, I mean, I don't know. I just find that interesting because these are many educated people and they refuse to accept Scripture Mm -hmm. and, of course, Jesus in most cases. But yet, you know, again, we talked about, you just mentioned it, billion-dollar industry of these Marvel movies and, mm-hmm. and all of the different things. So the pop culture element here, 
are they desensitizing? Is that what that is? Or are they foreshadowing? I mean, what exactly is behind all of that? You have to go back to what we talked about with, with mind renewal and understand the enemy knows how to bring something to pass in humanity. You know, like I told you last night, you know, we did not create civilization. We inherited it. Mm. So they, you know, we mirror a greater reality in yeah. the unseen realm. Right. So they understand and know how to manipulate us. Sure. So they'll use various uh, techniques, movies, media, things of that nature to to kind of build something within us that they can one day inhabit and make real. Mm. So it's kind of like, you know, we see in Genesis 2, we see Yahweh, which is which is Jesus. He is forming Adam out of the dust of the ground. But Adam didn't become Adam until he was breathed in the breath of life, mm. the Hebrew says. So what the enemy seeks to do is he takes these ideas of aliens, takes these ideas of, of hi- hybrid beings, um, you know, all the various things, transgenderism, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and he forms those things slowly but surely. He uses sitcoms to do it. Sure. If he can get it in 28 minutes, you get a quick little lesson on why we should be tolerant or why should we should be more loving or why should we should be accepting. And they make you sympathetic towards a certain characteristic that the Bible calls abominable. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's kind of like uh, social engineering. Mm-hmm. They kind of get in there and they begin to say, oh, well, you know, so-and-so is this. So they're okay, so it must be okay. Or they're successful, so it must be all right. Mm. And so our kids see this stuff, and basically it's being formed, but eventually they'll be breathed to it, the enemy. Mm. But instead of God breathing in it, an unclean spirit will inhabit it and create, you see, the desire, the mindset, and actually skew the individual into believing that that is a normal reality. Wow. So that's a very effective tool in our culture, and the culture not just in our culture, but the culture of of the world, mm-hmm. um, entertainment. And we see it in well, music. And- that is exactly what he's called. When we go to Genesis 3, and it says the serpent, the word serpent is nakash, uh, Nakash in the Greek and and are in the Hebrew. I'm sorry, and uh, it has a, a very different definition. In fact, you could you could break down the etymology of the word, and it means enchanter. Wow! And uh, you know, it also can mean uh, Casanova. So it, it shows mm. you know it shows that we're not dealing with. A pitchforked, red, <laughs> ugly, or or serpentine, ugly individual. We're dealing with, you know. In fact, the actual word calls him a shining one. Mm. Okay, so there's a brilliance to him, and there's an attraction to him. Paul talks about it in the eleventh chapter of Second Corinthians. He says, "Don't you know that Satan can transform into an angel of light?" Right, right. Well, he was an angel of light, mm-hmm. and uh, so he he appears. 
not the way that we would think he would. He doesn't sure. come on the scene and growl at you. Very he seductive. In, he's seductive. Subtle. He's an enchanter. And, and I shared with you that scripture out of Second Timothy where it says, Evil seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. The word uh, seducer there is goes in the Greek, and it means actor. Wow. It means magician. So it's almost like these actors that lecture us about you know, let's just say climate change, and then they get on their private jet and, mm-hmm. and buzz off across the world to a climate conference mm-hmm. while using, yes. you know, infinite amounts more carbon than the average person. Uh, they are not only deceiving, but being deceived mm-hmm. and probably think they're doing the right thing yes. uh, in much of that. Mm-hmm.